0: Standing up in McKinney, this is According to Kellis, episode 556, coming to you on the 30th of December, in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is going to be the year in review show, because I couldn't go an entire week without at least putting out one episode, especially at the end of the year, kind of recapping some of the ups and downs of this year, and some thoughts uh, related to that and hopefully set uh, a tempo or a vision for this coming year. So as always, what I ask for is you like and share and subscribe to this program. Tell your friends. If you're feeling particularly motivated, do me a solid rate and or review the program. Comments always help go to your favorite podcatcher, subscribe, and follow the show. This is how we continue to make a difference. This is how we continue to grow the program. I got to say, you know, on the onset, I was feeling pretty froggy that I might get the 250,000 downloads before the end of the year. But as it happens, I'm going to be a little shy. Not that I'm embarrassed, not that I'm disappointed, because honestly, at the beginning of the year, I wasn't sure I'd hit 200,000. And honestly, I think the actual number of subscribers might be just under 100. So to get this with only 100 subscribers, I think is fantastic. Now, I've been joking repeatedly about having only four listeners, right? Uh, For those of you that have been around a long time, that that comes directly from a comment that my lovely mayor gave me about nobody cares about me and my two listeners. Well, uh, you know, since then... We've done significantly better with the show. We've grown quite a bit. We certainly are making an impact. So I graduated to four listeners. I'm hoping this year that I can claim to have at least five listeners. Yes, because I'm going to enjoy and mock the put-downs that I'm given, especially when those put-downs are meaningless and hollow. If that's the best you can do, you're going to have to do better. Now, again... I will reiterate and I'm probably going to actually have to do a recorded intro just because <laughs> I'm saying the same thing over and over again and I sound like I'm on repeat and I don't want to do that every time every day. It's I don't know. In any case, I want to thank and show appreciation to those that have commented, those that have followed, those that have, you know, shared um uh, I want to say I've probably gotten more traction out of being on Gab than I ever got out of Facebook. I could be wrong. I'm going to do, still do both. I, I'm going to continue to invest in MeWe, though I don't seem to get much of a return on that. It's all okay. Every little bit helps. And sooner or later, we're going to hit you know, the, the magic number that's going to kick us over into some serious growth. Towards the end of the year, I was averaging well over 800 downloads a day I'm very happy with that there's you know there's a certain amount of pride with that I've got these very oddball uh, statistics where I've got you know five days I think in the last three months where I'm in double-digit downloads that makes zero sense to me because I've got twice as many days where I've got over a thousand downloads again it doesn't make any sense but this is the world we live in they throttle things they they trim things off. You say something that's not approved, they will cut you off at the knees. I I don't know what else it is. And rather than gripe about it, rather than, you know, put up a stink, that's their rules. It's their program. And I'm going to find a way to accommodate that so so that I can continue to grow. And maybe someday I'll be able to go independent. Maybe someday I'll actually make some money. I don't know, but I don't want you to feel bad. I want you to be encouraged. This has been a good year. If I were to go back and review the things that I wanted to accomplish this year, I recall two of the things that I had planned on doing that never came to fruition. One is having a guest host or a uh, second host, right? A, a co-host. I could never make that work. It just, it. I didn't find the right person. I, I thought I had a person that was interested But look, when you're involved in politics, when you're involved with your post-career career, career, things happen, opportunities present themselves, and I'm not going to begrudge anybody that wants to do more or do better. Certainly not for my little old podcast. That being said, I've done quite well on my own considering the circumstances. But again, we're just trying to get to the point where we can kick it off and start making a bigger difference. We're almost there we're We're approaching that uh nucleus point so before I go into the <laughs> the things that I wanted to do as far as recap, let me let me give you a couple of ideas of things that I would like to look at doing this next year. I still am going to commit to doing at least four episodes a week. I know sometimes life happens and it gets in the way. I'm going to take off probably a week somewhere in the summer. I'm going to probably take off a week at the end of the year. That's just the way it is. You've got to have some downtime. I'm going to try and have at least a couple of pre-made episodes to throw in there or some recaps or something along those lines just to keep the interest, just to let you know I'm still here, that I haven't gone away. This is an investment of time and energy for which I don't get paid. Item number two, I'm going to revisit. Then there is the idea that we're going to revisit. I want to try and work my way up to having one guest a week. I don't even care if it's the same guest slash a co-host. I really want to do that. One, I think it adds a little spice. Two, I think a bilateral discussion is far more interesting than a monologue. And I've done essentially 550 episodes of monologues. And as great as someone might think I am, I am going to run out of things to talk about eventually. It, 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 I, I try and keep my episodes, what I would call eater issue at play and try and keep it uh, back to the basic principles, right? To give a more evergreen feel to it so that you can listen to an episode from two or three years ago and it's still somewhat relevant to today. That is a challenge and it does require a little bit of forethought. Again, part of the program. Okay. So those are the two goals, right? One, to continue to do the minimum of four episodes per week. Two, to add some spice by bringing in another person. I think if both are doable, uh, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to figure out the best way to do those shows together or interviews. I, I haven't come up with the preferred way of doing that just yet, but I am working on it. I want you to know that. All right. Now let's talk about the year in review because that was the purpose of this episode. That was that was the purpose of the recap, if you will, of 2023 coming in on the second to last day of the year because there were just a couple of things that had to be touched on before the year was over. So I guess part one, the letdowns, right? I, and I, I'm let down. I think I might've even let some people down. Uh, it's not a beat up. It's not a I. I feel bad situation. It's just the circumstances, right? I think there was a certain expectation that the municipal elections of 2023 were going to end up differently than they did. I don't know how much, of that, how much of that I put on myself. I don't know how much of that was put upon me by other people. I'm not sure that it was even a reasonable expectation based upon what we did with it. That being said, it doesn't mean that we weren't disappointed. It doesn't mean that I wasn't disappointed. It doesn't mean that we didn't think we could have and should have done better. It just means that we have to come up with a better way forward. I will revisit that. The so that was, that was that letdown. Now, the, the runoffs, if you will, I talked about that. You know, they, they kind of prevented us from having the near catastrophe. But again, this is all directly related to the second letdown. We have essentially a low simmering battle going on in the Republican party, which is really sad because the vast majority of us agree on well over 85% of the issues. There are only a few, let's call them divisive topics, some of which are real, some of which are imagined in my opinion, which only seem to hurt us. They only, they only seem to, um, hobble the conservative faction. I mean, the establishment, the moderates, however you want, and there's some significant overlap between the establishment and the moderates. They seem to continue to keep doing what they do with very little setback. It's the conservatives because the only thing I can figure is we spend so much time going into that purity loop that we beat up and attack our own people rather than focusing on getting things done that we could actually get done. And it's extremely disappointing and frustrating to me. So I can only imagine what you people out there that are listening to me or observing this from the outside looking in. You must be wondering what in the world is wrong with the Republican Party. Let me in on a little secret. I wonder the same thing. (laughs) And perhaps, perhaps that's, you know, that's not fair. So obviously that. And then. What's even more disappointing to me, directly related, and, and again, I think in some part I let people down, but I got to be honest, they let me down a whole lot more than I let them down in my opinion. We did a committee. We were supposed to come up with probable solutions or possible solutions to our shortcomings, and when it was done, yet another rift or problem came about because some people didn't approve of some of the ideas. Well, I'm sorry, all ideas are relevant. All ideas should be discussed. All ideas need to be put out there for the greater good to occur. Yes. And I know that's a dangerous term and a dangerous way to look at things, especially when you subscribe to the idea that you're a conservative. But if you're not willing to at least have an open conversation, if you're not willing to be self-reflective, you're never, ever going to improve. And just because you don't like an idea or just because you're fretting over a specific idea doesn't mean you shouldn't be willing to review it, consider it, look at it. And for all means, or I'm sorry, (laughs) by all means, go ahead and nuke the idea if you think you can, but don't kill the discussion. Don't stifle the debate. Don't, don't try and prevent it from ever coming up. And that's, to me, that was the biggest disappointment out of the second half of this year Is certain people didn't get what they wanted and rather than actually having a discussion, they decided to nuke the whole thing because they wanted to do what they wanted to do and nobody else mattered. Now, if any of this sounds frightening or, I don't know, relatable to other things going on, yes, yes, you're actually quite astute. They're doing the exact same things that spin them up about the Democrats or spin them up about the progressive leftist liberals, whatever you want to call them. They're doing the same tactics, but they're doing it about against people on their own team and as opposed to the people that are the leftist progressive liberals. Not that it would be necessarily a good thing, but it would at least be understandable in a recognizable counteraction to the behavior they utilize. But at this point they don't even have to do that. They just stand back and watch us implode. Self emoliate. All right. So I guess that's the letdowns. And before I transition, let me say so we had a election in March, or I guess May, that didn't go the way we wanted. Then we had to replace our county chairman in the Republican Party of Collin County. And I want to put a pause in here. This position is extremely important, extremely valuable to the Republican Party of Texas, as well as the Republican Party of Collin County. This person essentially has to work for free in a full-time job. And the result is they, if they can keep their business afloat, they lose. Two of the last three guys are essentially been run off by one faction or another and extremely counterproductive, and they don't have the adequate power in order to properly do the role in which they've elected themselves or gotten themselves elected to do. And rather than figuring out a way to work together, again, the party seems more intent on fighting each other as opposed to the common enemy or the common foe. It's self destructive. And I've done what I could. I I mean, I've helped what I could help with. But not only did we have that election, and it was divisive up to the point that it was done and over, and then we were all prepared to move on. And once again, the things got thrown into disarray. Now, full disclosure I am not happy with how this happened. I am disappointed. I'm not saying I wanted to be the county chair, because quite frankly, I was asked not once but twice, specifically, do you want that role? And I said, not no, but heck no. One, I can't work for free, especially for that many hours. And two, I watched what it did to two of the predecessors. Why in the world would I want to do that to myself? Where I spend all my time fighting against people that are supposed to be on my team because they're not content, they're not happy, they don't want to focus on the Outward problems, they would rather continue to purify, which I actually got to be honest, I don't have a big problem with the purification demands, requirements, or desires. There's a process on how it gets done. And when you want to basically wear everybody out to the extent that they can't think or do anything else because they're too worried about how pure they are, it's counterproductive it's damaging, it's destructive. And I don't have a good answer for it. I really don't. There are plenty of answers. I don't think any of them are all that good. It's concerning to me that it's come to this. It's concerning to me that we spend more time fighting amongst ourselves and dealing with dissidents of which I once was one. And I guess in some ways I still am because I'm far more concerned about staying independent and free to say and do what I believe and think. But that doesn't mean I don't work with the other people on my team. And then after that follows, and now, so we've got one election disappointment, an election win, and then now we've got yet another election on this situation. And to top it all off, not once, but twice, the state Republican Party has let me down. As you all know, I'm a big fan of getting a vote for Texas. I, I, I'm perfectly content an understanding of those that don't think we're better off alone. I'm perfectly content in understanding of those that want to stay part of these United States. I get it. I do. And I think you have a fair sales pitch, and I want to hear it. and I, And I think you have lots of good arguments, and I can make most of them for you. But the fact that you are so afraid and so manipulative of how you do things at the state party level as to prevent anybody from being heard on this issue is disappointing. Quite frankly, I expected better out of the state Republican executive committee. I had hoped to get better out of our party chairman. I think very highly of both that committee or group of people there, as well as the party chairman, that I'm extremely disappointed with this. Now, I'm sure there's maybe some rational reason that they did this. Maybe they thought they had to defend themselves. I don't know. But it's just a bad look. But again, maybe they think they're preventing yet another front on the ongoing long-term civil war for control of the Republican Party. I don't know. But at some point it's going to come to that the Republican Party fails to mean anything. If they're not even willing to let their own people decide whether or not they want to support something, it means nothing. Just like conservatives have failed to conserve so many things, the Republican Party are going to soon find themselves at the crossroads. Do we even believe in Republicanism? I mean, I got to say, I'm quite surprised that they continue to celebrate the tyrant Lincoln, but at least they have an excuse that he was the namesake, or not the namesake, but the founding president of the party. Never mind he was an 1860s progressive radical in many ways. But I can understand that. I can accept that. I don't like it, but I can accept it. But when we're adopting the very same actions that he did, with no justification i'm concerned i'm disappointed <laughs> i'm somewhat amused that we're again can cho- choosing to focus on fighting amongst ourselves as opposed to okay hey you know what we at the state party level we think this is a, not a good thing we, we don't support this as a whole for whatever reason but you are delegates We think highly enough of you. You are voters. We think highly enough of you. We're going to let your voice be heard on this. Whatever the results are, they're not binding us, but at least we'll know where you are at. Our electorate is at. I mean, at the very least, one would hope that they would secure our primaries and make them, you know, a party only primary. But again, wishful thinking. Now, I want to give a hat tip to the current revolt out there. If you don't know what that is, I suggest you go look it up. Now, and this is, to be clear, I happen to know one of their primary writers. I wouldn't say we're friends, but we're acquaintances. We get along well. We'll agree to disagree on certain things, but I appreciated the breakdown they did on the ballot questions. The very ballot questions that they didn't see fit to include text on, they're there that are meaningless. And I believe the term might've been hoax. Now I know The guys over at Current Revolt are not big fans of Texas or the Texas Nationalist Movement. I get it respectfully. I'll disagree with them on that all day long. And nothing is perfect. But take your time and go read that. Because I think their analysis of the ballot questions is spot on. I I found it very difficult to disagree with one thing they had to say about it. Again, uh, as one of my favorite uh, radio hosts used to say, this is a boob bait for Bubba. Hat tip to David Gold out there. I don't know if you've ever listened to me, but boy, I would be honored if you'd ever admit it. <laughs> All right. Now that I'm down with the letdowns, <laughs> done with the letdowns. How about that? Let's go on. I've already kind of touched on this. You can't help some people. And I got to be careful with this because to some degree, I'm guilty of it too. I'm heck bent on doing what I think is right. Right. And I'm going to stand by my principles come heck or high water, right? Yes, I'm keeping it clean here, folks. But at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter if you don't win. So when I was asked on multiple occasions to help or for input or feedback on various things, and and I offered that feedback or that help, to have it dismissed, disregarded, i got to say, beyond being kind of a slap in the face, it was extremely disappointing because there are a number of people that I want to help. I don't even necessarily have to be on, quote unquote, their team if they're rational and helpful and agreeable and are on my team. I want to see them be successful. I want to help them. Even if they're not necessarily on my faction, my party, or on my team, I still want our people to do well. I want our people to succeed. But if they're not going to listen, if they're not going to take the feedback, if they're not going to put in the effort to deal with the information that you've given them, why would I continue to do that? You just can't help some people. They're so sure that what they want and what they're doing is the absolute best thing. They dismiss everything that you tell them, even when you're in good faith trying to help them out. It's disappointing. Now, initially I was going to do a segment about what to expect next year. I think I've already covered that. So we're going to pass over that. And now we're going to, we're going to address something that I saw on social media. And I got to be honest, I've been thinking about this off and on for several months. And it was done very succinctly. And it basically said, being that 90% of republicans actually vote like rhinos is it not entirely possible that they're the real republicans and we're rhinos I'll think about that for a minute now once upon a time i told a joke and I, and i had my elder daughter with me and i said well we're actually rhinos we're we're the republicans in name only because we're far more libertarian or liberty motivated than a lot of our republican brethren but We also understand or, you know, especially now because I'm doing this as a solo act, we understand that the Republican Party is the only party to get any work done. The only the only uh, what do they call it? The only action in town, if you will. And I've been willing to set aside a lot of those issues where there's some difference and significant difference because, one, they're never going to happen. And two, it's not worth fighting over. It's not an investment that I want to make. There's so many things that we already agree upon. And those are the things I chose to work on. So, yeah, I guess as it stands, I probably am the rhino, not the rhino as the way my conservative brethren would throw it at the moderates or establishment people. But the reality is there are far more moderate establishment, basic elected officials that have the moniker Republican than there are of me. Now, as a liberty advocate, as a former libertarian or however you want to phrase it, that's disappointing. I believed that we had a movement based upon the work that Ron Paul had done specifically in 08 in 2012 and to a lesser extent, Justin Amash, uh, Thomas Massey and Rand Paul. And I mean, we even had Mike Lee on board on some things and Ted Cruz partnered with some things and we got some of these Liberty things done, or at least put forward for people to hear. And it was helpful. It was exciting. It was, it was interesting because as the people that were a tea party esque got invigorated and embedded into the party and these Liberty people came along and they were involved and we started to make some headway. We started to get some things done. And unfortunately... They allowed themselves to be sold out, bought out, nullified. And it's disappointing. So, you know, I look at it and one of the terms that I had heard was liar, right? A libertarian impersonating an actual Republican. Now, That's funny. And and there's some truth to it. I don't think anybody ever threw that pejorative at me and I, I probably would have embraced it. I don't consider myself a liar in the fact that I openly deceive people or I mislead people. But if you're going to use that term or that acronym, yeah. Although I was never technically actually a Libertarian member or party member or anything like that. But I didn't. I did have that headspace. I did have that heart. Now in the last, uh, I don't know, five or ten years, less so. I don't, I don't believe any longer that a couple of their key issues that I was sympathetic to in the past, but they're just not tenable. They're not. Sadly, the mainstream Republican party bought in on a lot of these things and they sold us out on it. I don't believe any longer in several of these issues. And I'm going to actually spend time probably later in January of 24 talking about some of those issues where what was proposed, what looked good on theory or paper didn't turn out good for us in reality or in practice. And those are some of the dividing lines that I find particularly interesting and motivating and continuing to stay active. And I look over the problems, the things that we've endured, certainly since at least, uh, I don't know, January of 2020, but before then, probably even mid-2019, those things haven't been fixed. They haven't been addressed. And the parties, the Republican Party has been absolutely vacant on almost all of these things as well. No ideas, no actions. Nothing. And they run like a bunch of little children from the very idea that somebody want to assert their independence again, that somebody might think that we might be better off as an independent country. They won't fight for us where it matters yet. They find, I wouldn't call it courage, but the energy to push back against the people that are on their own team all the time. And it's extremely disappointing. So I would ask you out there, based upon that meme, based upon what I've just explained, if you were to look at yourself in a mirror, what would you say? Could you ask yourself the question, am I the rhino? Sounds strange, right? It's not something that you're comfortable with. It's not something you want to hear, but what else is there? So let me uh, recap this episode. We got about two, three minutes left. I feel like there was letdown on both sides of this equation. This year was not a good year. And the opportunities that we utilized to try and fix it only brought up our more problems. You just can't help some people, right? We talked about that. The very people that I wanted to help didn't get it. Mostly because of their own choices. Both before and after the election cycles. And I do a lot of what I do, not looking to get credit, not looking to get a pat on the back, just doing better to help the team. Perhaps that's what I'm doing wrong. So in this next year, the things that we talk about, what to expect, real simple. I'm going to continue to do the average of four episodes per week. I'm going to work diligently to get a a second person on the show with me hopefully about once a week that may take a month or two to iron out how I'm going to make that happen. But that is my recommitted goal for this year. Other than that, all I can say is I want you to take this day or two that's left in our year of 2023, reflect upon what were the things that we could have, should have done better. And as we go into 2024, Put aside our minor differences and figure out a way we can work together to win, to work together to push back the tyranny, work together to champion the cause of liberty. With that, this has been According to Callus, and I will see you on the other side.